What's up, everybody? And here we go with another one of Be Undesirable's podcast. This is a special feature. This is not part of the actual series on season one that we have going on. This is a special feature and a special report due to the fact that there's a possibility today that within the next couple of hours, we might be going into war as a nation. I'm going to switch for those of you that are looking into the actual screen. And for those of you who are not, I'm going to be actually narrating this for you. We have today on CNN that after the actual retaliation for the deadly attacks on the U.S. forces is expected to be powerful. He said the biggest challenge for the administration is how to respond to the drone strikes on U.S. troops, which happened in Jordan, without sparking a regional war. And that's what we're here to talk about. But first of all, we need to actually talk about the servicemen and women that actually perish in that deadly attack. And my heart goes out to those families that are affected by this tragedy. That is the first thing. To all the servicemen and women like myself, either active or retired, that are feeling the same pain that we would if we were actually on active duty right now. And the first one will be Kennedy Landon Sanders, 24 years old, Sergeant William Jerome Rivers, 46 years old, and Specialist Brianna Alexandria Muffet. My heart goes out to the families affected by this deadly attack. I am very sorry for your loss, and I wish that the Lord gives you the comfort that you need in this time of need. I've never lost anybody that was in a war zone with me, but I have lost people that actually committed suicide after they came back to the States. And it was devastating. So again, my heart goes out to you and your families. God bless you. And I'm very sorry for your loss. But that being said, we see that the actual Pentagon, the White House, and the administration are actually thinking right now of what are they going to do as a retaliation to the attacks that happened in Jordan. And I'm here to tell you that if we actually spark an all-out attack in the region, we have not only destabilized the region, but we're putting ourselves as a nation in a place that we might not recover from. And I say that very lightly. I say that with a very heavy heart, because the last thing that I want to do is for an actual attack on our servicemen and women to go and punish. That is just the truth. I'm not going to lie to you about that. There's no intro for this particular podcast for a reason because it's a very heavy podcast for me. But under the same token, as a nation, we cannot say sit idly by just waiting for something else to happen to our men and women out there. I think that a good move for the actual military and the actual administration at the time would be to not follow the actual advice of Lindsey Graham to go and attack Iran. That's the first thing I'll tell you that. Because if we do that, we will be very in a very bad position. But I can guarantee you that if we actually go through some actual targets in the region that are backed by Iran, we might get a little leeway. We might get a little bit further you know, forward with our actual objectives. There's a posture that we need to take as a nation right now abroad. And that is one of a neo-realism posture. For those of you who don't what that don't necessarily know, sorry that I stumbled a little bit, but I'm just you can tell that I'm a little mad. 
For those of you who don't understand what neorealism is, you can look it up. But I'll tell you the definition, in my opinion. Neorealism basically tells that the actual nation in power will do what the nation in power will do. And for those that are not in power, they will just accept what the nation in power did. That's kind of what I think we should do right now. We don't need to take the same posture that we took back in the 80s when we left Beirut. And then that gave the fuel to Osama bin Laden to attack the trade, World Trade Center not once, but twice, and the second one being successful. That's what I think we should do. Don't leave Syria. Don't leave Iraq. How about you put a little bit of extra troops in there? They're getting hammered. How about you take positions and hammer the people that are hammering us down? How about you do that? How about we just go in and do what we're supposed to do, which is neutralize these threats? How about we do that? That's what I would do. But again, we don't want to spark more conflict in the Middle East. We don't want to do that as a nation. Not in an election year, right? That's what makes sense. That's what really pisses me off, that we have so many things that we can be doing right now as a nation to make ourselves more powerful, to make ourselves known to the world that we're not messing around when it comes to this particular issue and so many more. But yet again, we take the high road and, oh, shit is getting tough. We got to fuck off. No, no, that's not what we got to do. All you got to do is put our foot down and do what's right for our nation. And the first thing would be, oh, I don't know. How about we secure the fucking border? How about we do that? That'll be great. That'll be awesome. And I have an actual little bit that I want to play for you, which comes from Joseph Trimmer. He just did a report in the actual Bannon War Room. And I'm going to play that for you right now. Switch real quick so we can capture it. For those of you who are looking at the actual visuals. Summary, the Biden administration is running a hundred. Sorry for the actual lag in time real quick. Sorry, guys. They're with the sponsor. HHS will try to call them to follow up. If they call two summary, the Biden administration is running 150 camps for kids here in Texas. 11,000 kids are currently held. Once, once the kids leave and they're with the sponsor, HHS will try to call them to follow up. If they call two times and they don't answer, the child is deemed lost. This idea of the missing children that's it, because two different calls and they are officially lost. Listen, the other thing is if somebody would like to support my reporting, I really need that. I'm an independent journalist. Please go to givesendgo.com slash border security, givesendgo.com slash border security. Make a donation so I can keep coming over here. Car rental, hotels, all of that stuff and spy equipment. We are going undercover at these NGOs. I need your help to do that. Thank you, Steve. The new, the new James O'Keefe. Jason, Joseph, thank you so much. Look forward to having you back on tomorrow. Well, Joseph was telling us during the break, Catholic Charities, the NGOs running the deal down there. So I want to I want to compare and contrast something. Hmm. Turning Point has done an amazing job. And quite frankly, the RNC should yeah. do this. This is a very sophisticated two days. Summary, the Biden... And I'm pausing it now. This is not a sponsored message by Joseph by any chance, but I am putting it in my, bo- my podcast because I believe in the actual mission. And here's the handle for those of you that want to follow it. And as you know, and if you didn't know, I'm an actual associate and I'm, a, I'm an affiliate of the Free Speech Studios. I actually do a lot of work with the Free Speech Studios, guys. We are always in touch. We're working together. We will continue to work together as some as the Lord wants me to do it. We have an actual product that we have helped them put together and that actually deals with the Catholic charities, the actual things that are coming out in every single point 
we have uncovered a lot of it. So stay tuned for this week. We're going to have another actual episode, a special reporting episode, and a collaboration between The Undesirables and the Free Speech Podcast. So stay tuned for that. More than likely, it will come out in this weekend. God willing, we're hoping. And we're not here to actually discourage anybody. We're to actually just talk garbage about anybody in particular or attack a particular organization. What we're doing is we're seeing the things in the reporting that we're looking for and we're the investigation that we're going through. And we're just sending it out there and giving it to you guys as it is. How does this tie to the actual issue that is going in the Middle East right now, you would say? It would be like, Frankie, what does that have to do with the actual geopolitics? If we actually do a full-on attack in the nation of Iran, what we're opening ourselves to is the possibility of the people that are here in the United States that have come in through the border illegally might have some ties to some terrorist organizations of some sort to actually go out and do a retaliation in some shape or form. We don't know. This is all analytical speculation and just part of my analytical process. But I'm looking at it through the eyes of a possible adversary. I'm putting myself in their position, understanding that these are the things that could potentially happen. And that is what could potentially unfold in our nation. We are vulnerable. We are focusing on the border. We're not focusing on the people that are already here. And that's what we need to do as a nation, as a government, as the federal government. We need to start looking for the people that have come through the border by some tips, just by, hmm, I don't know, maybe they're documented when they came through the border and see where they're at and see what we can potentially do to either send them back to their country of origin to possibly stop the next September 11th. And that really pisses me off. Pisses me off that we're in a point of fracture within our nation. It pisses me off because we have the capability of doing so much more than what we're doing right now. And yet again, we're not doing anything for it. That's what really bothers me. What really bothers me as well is something that you're going to hear from the mouth of Glenn Beck. It's a video that I found on X. And that every American needs to listen to this. And I'm switching really quick to the screen. So you guys can get the actual audio from it. What do you think of the, the trucker convoy? Is that helpful? Oh, I, I'd love to see the border shut down. I mean, the reality is, Anything that makes Biden blink and stop doing this and, and economic consequences when things are not being shipped back and forth have an economic consequence. And I mean, that's why we do economic sanctions. And if this is the only way we can stop the terribleness, I don't have a problem with anything like that that affects commerce and sends a message to the Biden administration. It's like a strike. It sends a message. I, I, I worry only because, you know, up in Canada, look what they tried to do to those truckers. And did, but this is in Canada. And as long as there's no infiltrators there, they'll be fine. But again, this is in Canada. The law enforcement will not be looking to pick a fight with the truckers. They will actually, I think, be more in line with if there is somebody out of line, they'll arrest them quickly, but not necessarily blame it on the truckers unless the truckers were doing it. But I doubt that. Right. Highly. No, I agree with you. I don't think we have the same mentality as the Canadians. And, you know, I might say we, I, I'm sure the Biden administration does. They're, they're in yes. line with the, the Canadian government. There's no doubt about that. But I'm saying in general, law enforcement is not sympathetic to federal law being violated and the cartels being enriched and helped. And that's where we are. 
we are at the point that we're seeing our border being attacked. And we number one, we are seeing also that things are happening within our borders and within the borders of the state of Texas, particularly. Leon, don't, I'm leaving me dumbfounded. And I'm going to play another video real quick. Which no, do you think the LNG decision that came out this this weekend about natural gas sales being curbed for overseas for the next year? Do you think that was directed to Texas? Oh, I, I have no doubt that there was a, at least a side side part of it. They, you know, obviously they don't like any fossil fuels, even if they are clean burning fossil fuels. They have they've enriched many people doing all this alternative stuff that doesn't doesn't work yet. At least not it's not it's not affordable for most. Most Americans, oh, but there's no doubt in my mind, they were like probably enjoying the fact that it would hurt the Texas, Texas economy. But I also think that's what the border is about. They want to, not only is it about voting, that's the long, long term thing, but the other part of what they're doing is they're bringing people into our state so that we have higher costs. We have law enforcement costs, healthcare costs, we have education costs, and they know that. And they know that the Republican states have been successful versus the Democratic states. And that's proven by people voting with their feet. And I think they've, they're doing their best to, to damage and harm in any way possible, even if it means higher crime, the Republican states. That is a question. Is the actual federal government doing these kinds of moves to hurt the actual Republican states? That's a question that I have. That is a question that millions of Americans sitting, listening to me right now, have right now. Why are they letting these illegals come through in the way that they're doing? Why are they using money from different actual organizations within our government or federal government, our tax dollars, yours and mine, to just push everything down our throat in a way that it is not fathomable, it is not imaginable? And why hurt the state of Texas? I'll give you a quick answer. The state of Texas was the only state in the union that was actually free at one point, and it was a republic. More so, if the state of Texas succeeds today, and I have put it on X before, on videos that I have done in the past, the state of Texas will be number eight in the gross domestic product, or GDP, for the entire world. The state of Texas produces 20% of the actual energy consumed in the world. Well, actually, not in the world. Let me come back. In our world, the United States of America. And they have about 60% of the actual fossil fuels that we produce in the United States of America. Not only that, the federal government actually just invested a little bit into what it is, the production of chips and manufacturing actual technological advances within our nation. So why hurt the state that you just gave money to? Why? That is the real question. Why? And here we are pondering, how is it possible that our nation is in this particular fracture point? How is it possible that we're sitting here right now thinking that we have the federal government orchestrating a push against an actual state within the nation? Those are the real questions that we need to ask ourselves. This week, we're going to come out with the actual Charity issues that is going to be in the actual free speech podcast. We're going to be doing a collaboration with them on this. And I want to leave you with this. I hope that you pray tonight. And tonight is the 29th of January, 2024. President of the United States does not start World War III. If you leave with anything, this is that. 
Please pray that the United States is not going to war in the Middle East actively, putting our men and women in danger. And pray for the families of those who lost somebody in the attack in Jordan because they need our prayers more than anybody else. And America needs our prayers. So I thank you for your time. We're going to cut this one short. No introduction, no nothing else. This is what's happening in the world today. If you want to support people like myself, support the Free Speech Studios. And you saw their actual tag. And for those of you who didn't see it, I'm going to read it out for you real quick. Switch to my screen. At Speech Studios on X, at Speech Studios. And if you want to continue to actually support me, go on X at FrankieUSN1987. Our podcast is now live on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, FM Radio. And you can hear us at any given time. We're going to continue to try to keep these actual podcasts in the time frame that they are within the 20-minute time frame. Just a quick condensed, you know, idea. But then later on in the season, we're going to get in depth into some of the things that are actually extremely important. Not that the news are not, and not that these topics that we're talking about are not. But this is more of a condensed version. So you can actually consume it and understand how I speak in my monologues. But we're going to start bringing people in. We're actually going to bring Joseph Trimmers very soon. Hopefully, Hernando will come and join us as well. So we can do some good reporting on the actual issues that are happening within our borders. And then we're going to go and talk to some people. Actually, in Australia, we have an actual content creator that wants to come into the podcast and talk to us about what they're seeing and they're in, in Australia. And then we have other reporting from the border for the issues that are happening in America. Again, I thank you for your time sincerely from the bottom of my heart. God bless you and God bless America. And I hope that you're here for the next one.